Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day three with Pastor Rick Gooden, who lives in the New Harmony area and pastors a church with his wife, Paula, the Nobles Chapel Church in Elberfeld, Indiana. If you're up in that area, I encourage you to go by and visit Pastor and his church. He's a wonderful people, wonderful pastor, and if you're near I-69 and I-64 there in the north side of Evansville or up there a little ways, that's a good place, and I encourage you to go visit them, and you'll get fed the Word of God. Well, Father, we come today hungry, ready to receive what you have for us through Pastor Rick, and, and thank you for the blinders coming off our eyes in any areas that we've been sold a lie, Father. We, we choose to believe your whole word, Father. Not just, not just the pages in your Bible that we like. We choose to follow you wholly, Father, and you are the word of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor, over to you. All right, well, here we are again. You know, I'm going to talk about the church, my church. Amen. And, and, and I always hate it when I've said that because it's not true. It's not my church. It's the church I go to mm -hmm. and happen to be fortunate enough to be the pastor of. Amen. Once I became a lay pastor, I wound up at this particular church two different times. Their church service started at 9.30 and still starts at 9.30 if you so desire. <laughs> And uh, so I went and I, I spoke there one time, and this church was having all kinds of problems, and I didn't know it. I, the second time I spoke, boy, I messed up. I got there 15 minutes late. I thought I was 15 minutes early, <laughs> but I wasn't. I was 15 minutes late, mm -hmm. and I walked in the door, and they're trying to have church. And I said, well, do you have time for a message? Well, they said, yeah, but they made me sing a solo first before I did it. So, mm -hmm. so I knew I liked this church. Mm -hmm. Well, it turns out not too long from there, they had a meeting with their district superintendent about some problem. I don't know what it was. And I get a call. I get a call from the district superintendent and said, uh, they'd like to have you as their pastor. And I said, well, I'm not, I'm not ordained pastor in the Methodist Church, so that's not going to work. And they said, oh, yes, you can be a local pastor. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, how long is that going to, uh, uh, how long do you want me to do that? And they said, well, uh, until indefinitely. Mm. Well, I had been in another church in this situation that I was there for three months and didn't know. They said, until further notice. So I said, well, what does indefinitely mean? Mm -hmm. And they said, well, they want you as their pastor. Mm -hmm. So I agreed that I would do that. This was October until the first of the year. Well, that was nine years ago. <laughs> so uh, I wind up there, and, and they're just wonderful people. I don't find a problem with them. Mm -hmm. The the only problem that I could figure was that they wanted, they wanted, they wanted the inerrant word of God. Mm -hmm. They wanted what the Bible said. Come on. And so I was there for a little while, and the Methodist Church was really getting kind of bad. Where there was all kinds of things, you couldn't discuss abortion, and they were going for gay clergy, and gay weddings. Now, first of all, I need to say, I have nothing against gay people. Mm -hmm. I love them. Mm -hmm. I would love for my church to be full next Sunday with gay people so that I could introduce them to Jesus Christ. Come on. Well, but I had told the church 
as things were rolling, I said, as soon as they decide that they're going to have gay clergy and gay marriage, that'll be my last Sunday in the pulpit. Well, they agreed with me. And the next thing you know, we're looking to leave the Methodist church. Problem is, we're a small church. We don't have a lot of money. And, and the Methodist Church wants a lot of money for you to leave, for you to have the church and, and pay uh, all sorts of things, insurance and, and uh, uh, retirement benefits, and, and all of these things you have to pay for. Well, that's more money than we've got. Not to mention, our church was built in, I don't know, 1845 or something like that, and it needs a new roof. Well, that's going to cost us a lot of money. Mm -hmm. We don't have it. So we've got people in the congregation that are going, well, let's see how we can come up with that. Let's go here and see if we can borrow it and here and that. And I'd heard enough. And one Sunday I said, we're looking at this all wrong. I said, this church needs to pray. We all need to be praying about this church and the direction that God wants this church to go. Come on. And uh, I said, let's do that. Let's pray and let's watch God. Let's watch what God does. Yes. Well, we had money start coming in, checks coming in from people we didn't know. There had been a church that had closed up a year ago, a year before, and they had had a sizable sum left over that they didn't know what they were going to do. This was a year ago. And so they bring us many thousands of dollars. Wow, praise God. So we've got checks coming in from people that we don't know. And we have money coming in from a closed-down church. We have enough money to do both of it. Why? Because we prayed and we let God take over. Yes. And then we got to thinking, why are we passing the collection plate when God's in control? So we took the collection plate and we moved it to the back of the church. And from that point forward, we have never taken up a collection. We have more money than we have ever had. There is more money put in that collection plate than there ever was. I never mention it. Why do we have more money? Because we trust God and God trusts us. Mm -hmm. He is the same Yesterday, today, and forever. So when you read those scriptures and he says that marriage is between a man and a woman, he meant it. That's right. Okay. When he says it's, it's better to have a millstone tied around your neck and thrown into the sea than to hurt one of these little ones, he means it. That's right. You know, I have discovered that, and I don't think I had to discover it, I know that every word of that Bible is true. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Now, you're going to say, well, Pastor, what about creation? 
I believe what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. I don't know what anybody else believes, but if you do the calculations on that, it's less than 7,000 years. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Why do I believe it? Because that's what God said. Simple as that. Amen. Well, Pastor, we're out of time for today and just so excited to have met you and know that, uh, you know, I'm sure it wasn't easy to leave your church, but you stayed with Jesus and you stayed with the Word of God. And, and as you and I both know, many denominations are leaving the Word of God uh, and becoming people pleasers. And, and the devil's tricky. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and he's twisted love into something that it's not. They, you know, I, I've, I've told you that I've said for quite some time that Satan is alive and well, and he's standing in our pulpits. Yeah, it's sad, but well, praise God, your church is uh, sticking with the Lord. You would pray for our listeners, Pastor. Okay, Lord, thank you again. Thank you for the time that you have given uh, Greg and I to be together. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Anytime that we can speak about you, it, it just makes my day, Lord. Again, everybody just needs to look at that inerrant word of God and make sure that you stay in it. Amen. Lord, give us the heart to open that book and to understand those words. You know, Lord, I I have found that if I ask the Holy Spirit to interpret that Bible and then I read your word out loud, it goes straight to my heart. Lord, I think that everybody that's listening now, if they'll treat their Bible that way, their lives will change. Lord, I pray for that change in people's lives today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, praise God, Pastor. How would they reach if they have any questions and want to talk to you? Well, it's easy. I'm, I, my phone's on 24-7, so it's 812-568-4990. Praise God. Looking forward to tomorrow. And folks, we sure do love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary, and he's coming back soon.